This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Man, if only you could calm seizures that way. I mean, when I was working with people who had seizures a couple months ago, that was totally what they told us to do. Just hold them and pat their head and eventually they will calm down. Give them a nice back rub. Yep. Gently coo at them. (laughs) 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 Wait, they're not owls. It's okay, Mikey. I gotcha. Our babies are fine. They're safe. Everything's going to be all right. You're safe. I'm safe. Donnie's safe. Leo's safe. Chrissy's safe. The fire safe is safe. Flinters. <laughs> That's more than four people on a base. <laughs> Too many damn bases. <coughs> okay. What is this, Canada? <laughs> you all right, Dave? No. <laughs> We're killing David. The Baconator is killing David. No, David's having a seizure. Coo at him. Coo! 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 This is not funny. <laughs> I'm going to be seriously injured and you're cooing at me. <laughs> Are you okay, Dave? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last time on Friday Night Fan Fiction. Glad you can make it down here, Detective. We could really use her assistance on this one. Jeez, is that the body? Holy Christmas, what happened to him? You're supposed to tell us. You're the detective. That's the third one this month. We gotta find this creep before they strike again. Based on the compound fractures, the shattered cartilage around the wrist, the severe head trauma, it looks like they were forced to read bad fanfiction until their bodies revolted and destroyed them from the inside out. Sir, we also found this near the body. Why would there be a cassette recorder here? That sick bastard. The suspect must have been recording it for their own enjoyment. And it seems they wanted us to hear something, too. Well, let's give it a listen. Should we really do that? I've seen horror movies that started this way. I've also seen hentai that started this way. Hello, Mr. Police Cop Slowman. If you have hopes to find me and stop me, you will have to play in my game. Each week I will send you the worst fan fiction I can find. You must read it and survive, or the bodies will keep coming. Please help me! He's already made me read four stories! I don't think I can handle anymore! Damn! How did he know my name was Police Cops Lawman? <laughs> Sir, why did the power just go out? Oh god, I just got hit with some paper. <laughs> it couldn't be. It can't be! Your mind and body can't possibly be ready for the thrilling conclusion of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Brought to you by Night Horse Media. Director, Grand Monat. Executive Producer, Corporate Steve. So how long does David have until he's late? Uh, well, he's going out to get the Baconator right now, so... Well, technically, he's already late. He's supposed to be here at 7.30. I exempted him from the pre-meeting today because he's going out to get the Baconator. Okay, he could have gone out to get the Baconator before 7.30. He said he didn't want it to be too cold, and I can understand that. That's why I sent Val out to get the Baconator for me. Which is why I ate mine already. Keep it in a fucking bag. It's fine. You want to pin this on me, Logan? Pin this on me. I gave the override. No, I'm going to pin this on people who don't know how to keep Baconators warm. Meanwhile, in the Hall of Fan Fiction. 
Oh man, I can buy season tickets for the XFL. Oh. Why did that become a thing again? Jesus. Because we don't like black people. And we don't like it when black people try to, you know, have freedoms like kneeling during the national anthem. I think it has to do with a certain person being in office. And it has everything literally to do with what I said. He's so upset about the Colin Kaepernick thing that he wants to have a league where you can't do that. I just hope it bankrupts him. Hi, David. Hi. XFL rules. No kneeling, no criminals. Oh, fuck the Vince McMahon. The <laughs> fuck him in his stupid, doofy face ass chin. How's your Baconator? I haven't eaten it yet. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not going to eat it till we're on the air. Well, you're behind the curve. No, we're not eating it till we're on the air. <laughs> I already ate mine. Sean already ate his. Yeah, no, I'm supposed to eat it on the air because I've never had one before. People need my live reactions. Oh, wow. It's not that good a sandwich, so you're not going to have that great a reaction to it. So they have a sandwich called the Bacon Maple Chicken Sandwich, so I got one of those, too. Wait, what? Yeah, bacon maple chicken sandwich. Bacon and chicken? Bacon and maple spread and chicken on a croissant bun. You're making me want to suffer through a week of pain from my celiac to have that. Isn't your celiac just the bun? Yeah, just don't eat the bun. You can just drop the bun. I mean, that's what I would do. Wrap it in lettuce. I just have to make my own. Just make it from soy flour. (laughs) What is that delicious thing? Is that a... Donut on top of that Baconator? That's a Baconator sandwich between two donuts. We call that a Canadian traffic jam. Is that what you ate? (laughs) I didn't eat it like that, no. I just stacked it like that, took the picture, and then ate them separately. Okay. Because that's a bit much. Although, they were honey glaze, and the glaze did get onto the buns, so... (laughs) But I did finally Baconate your man. Oh, yeah. God damn, those Baconators look delicious. I actually had a Junior Baconator earlier. I had karate chicken. So I was saying earlier, since I have celiac and you have multiple bacon-y things, you must double fist to eat one for me, David? I mean, I have two, so I'm eating two. And then I also have the bacon maple chicken sandwich. Why are you eating two Baconators? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Uh, Look, I want to die. He's trying to commit Baconator-assisted suicide. (laughs) Yeah, it's like seppuku, but with bacon. They need to Baconate their men. But I do want to illustrate is that as I was taking care of the pre-show stuff, scrolled through Facebook, and you know they have those unremovable ads now. Yeah. Why am I getting advertisements to get a jitterbug flip phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you're such a freaking hipster. Yeah, that's what it is. The algorithm landed on hipster. Jitterbug. <laughs> Jitterbug. It's because you've joined me in the retirement home. Help! I've dropped my phone and now I can't text my children to ask how to operate my phone. <laughs> well, monthly plans do start at $14.99. Aw. Just, I don't want a jitterbug flip. That sounds like missiles at my work. It will change your life. It will change my wife. Damn it! I was gonna say that! <laughs> I will have to text my wife and say, I am lost in the mall, please come find me. <laughs> The next silver alert will be you. (laughs) (laughs) This is Friday Night Farts. I'm your host, Steve-O, and I've eaten a pound of cabbage. Wait, why did you eat a pound of cabbage? (laughs) Because it's Friday Night Farts. Cabbage is like the worst vegetable ever. Hey, shut up. Cabbage is delicious. You just need to cook it. No, it's not. It literally has no taste. Cabbage is delicious if you're poor. 
<laughs> yeah, you get it when you're standing in line for your beets. Water soup's delicious if you're poor. Don't judge me. I had asparagus. Does that count? It ain't Brussels sprouts, at least. Oh, yeah, true. Brussels sprouts are the devil. Yeah, Brussels sprouts have negative taste as opposed to zero taste. <laughs> Sautéed cabbage and carrots is great for Japanese stir fry. That's just the taste of butter. It's butter and carrots, Logan. I mean, Steve. Shit. <laughs> 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 Sauerkraut is technically cabbage, so cabbage does have taste. Yep. No, that's just the taste of pickling. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. You could be dickling your pickling, especially if you have semenology, the semen bartender's handbook. I personally enjoy cabbage, but let me get through the intro. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. I'm your host, Steve-O. Joining me tonight, as usual, are David, Logan, Valerie Sean, and our guests are Dizdon and Shaggy. Wait, you said Viol- Valerie Sean? So we fused. That's the new fusion that took down Broly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can take down Broly. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Fusion dance. Hi, Dizdon. How are you? Hi. I'm alive. Good. Shaggy, hi. How are you? Ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that we have organized for tonight is we are doing a Baconator eating. I've never had a no, Baconator no. before. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Because I've never had one and they wanted me to do it on the air. <sighs> We're starting with this because as we talked about in the pre-show, there must be vomit. So visual presentation already very lackluster. The bun looks like a wrinkly butt. Don't all. I see three pieces of bacon. Nothing like the picture at all. I don't know. Mine turned out all right. Yeah, but you probably went to a good Wendy's. You know, you could go to a good Wendy's too if you just believed. He made me go for him. Oh, do you think like your Wendy's just like cheaped out on it? Like the price of doing business in Maryland is too high, so they have to cut down on the amount of bacon they put on their Baconator. Yeah, bacon is expensive. It does look like somebody ejaculated on the top of this burger, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that was that was me uh, providing you recipe ideas for Natural Harvest 2. That's mayonnaise. Why did you get mayonnaise on your Baconator? I'm aware of what it is. I was going to say, the fact that semenology is right next to the thing that I have holding my burger. It's pronounced Borgor. All right, gonna try it. Here we go. This is the worst ASMR ever. It's okay. It's marginally enjoyable. I do feel like for what I'm eating, there isn't a lot of flavor per uh, mass. Yeah, it's almost like it's fast food. It's filler. Why did you con everyone into eating applesauce in newspaper? (laughs) (laughs) Logan, I think you just answered your own question, bro. Well, see, I didn't eat it. So, well, I'm still eating it, and I'd like for you all to read for my amusement. We're going to be resuming. Page 25. Raphael and Michelangelo together forever on page 25. Oh my God, David's right. Yeah. You know, I can't take credit for it because Logan helped me out there. Thank you, Logan. You're welcome. All right, I'll post the thing. And first up is Dizdon, actually. It's Ninja Turtles, isn't it? No, Renaissance painters. (laughs) Definitely Renaissance painters. Yeah, they're, they're totally Renaissance painters. Hey, fuck you, man. That's not how I sound. <laughs> they were all gay. All the Renaissance painters, they were all gay. So? No, that's great. It's what inspired all the beautiful paintings. Speaking of Renaissance painters, I'm getting gypped out of a painting by a museum because they say it's out of stock. Oh. Uh, and honestly, I'm upset. Don't be upset, Logan. I want my painting that I paid money for. Then, one night, while the turtles and Chrissy and Splinter were sleeping, Michelangelo woke up with another seizure, which causes Raphael to wake up, and he starts to hold him, keep Michelangelo calm. 
forgot about this whole seizure thing. Yeah. <laughs> it tells him that everything's going to be okay. And that his baby is okay and safe and sound. Donatello, <laughs> Leonardo, Chrissy, and Splinter came into the room just in time because Michelangelo starts to calm down on his own while Raphael is holding him and rubbing his shoulder mm. to help Michelangelo calm down. Man, if only he could calm seizures that way. I mean, when I was working with people who had seizures a couple months ago, that was totally what they told us to do. Just hold them and pat their head and eventually they will calm down. Give them a nice back rub. Yep. Gently coo at them. <laughs> coo! Coo! coo. <laughs> Wait, they're not owls. It's okay, Mikey. I gotcha. Our babies are fine. They're safe. Everything's going to be all right. You're safe. I'm safe. Donnie's safe. Leo's safe. Chrissy's safe. The fire safe is safe. Splinter's safe. <laughs> That's more than four people on a base. <laughs> Too many damn bases. <coughs> okay. What is this, Canada? <laughs> you all right, Dave? No. <laughs> We're killing David. <laughs> the Baconator is killing David. No, David's having a seizure. Coo at him. Coo! 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 This is not funny. <laughs> I didn't be seriously injured and you're cooing at me. <laughs> Are you okay, Dave? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did it just go down the wrong pipe? Yeah, little Andive went down the wrong tube. <laughs> they assisted suicide. <laughs> it's happening, guys. We're escaping life at that rate of bacon. <laughs> I mean, there are far worse ways to go than bacon. Oh, yeah. There's always semenology. There's always an arrow to the knee. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> what if I don't have a banana stand? Is that why we're poor? <laughs> <laughs> Splinter's safe. And our babies are safe as well. It's okay. I'm here. Shh. Shh. Or just like last time. Raphael whispered while holding Michelangelo, and then Michelangelo let out a nice sigh of relief. <sighs> Looks at Raphael with a smile and gives him a kiss and falls back to sleep in his arms with his hand on Raphael's stomach to feel the baby while Raphael puts his hand on Michelangelo's stomach to feel the baby as well. How can they feel the baby through the shell? How can they feel the baby on each other's stomach? Because they're both pregnant. Hang on. I need to I need to look up some turtle facts. I need to find out if turtles store their babies in their shells. No, they no, don't. No, they don't. They lay eggs. eggs. They lay eggs. I have turtles. Well, to be fair, they're not turtles. They're mutant turtles with somewhat human DNA in them. So, eh. You know the second word that you said? Mutant turtles? Yeah, it says it right here. They store babies in their shells. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> On Turtle WebMD. Shit. It is accurate. <laughs> Fuck. I'll turtle get pregnant. When one turtle feeds another turtle one of the heavenly cognacs, which you can get in Semenology, the semen bartender's handbook. You mean cognac. Two ounces of the finest cognac you can afford in one tablespoon of semen. No, one tablespoon of the finest semen you can acquire. <laughs> <laughs> it is almost a shame to add anything to a good quality cognac, anything that is except for semen. <laughs> <laughs> Did this guy get a degree from the University of Pretentiousness? Yes. No, he got a degree from the University of Semenology. Thank you very much. I don't think they have seminal mixology in class there, Logan. I'm going to see if University of Maryland has seminal mixology classes. I wonder if Semenology has a TED Talk online. I'm pretty sure that there's seminal demonology classes, too. 
All right. The chicken sandwich is slightly less good looking. Uh-huh. I think the real question of the night is, can you use the Baconator in the same way you use a grapefruit? Yes. Yes, we answered this question. We answered this question on season six, episode 10. Yeah, but why have none of you demonstrated? Because none of us want to. Can't reach myself like that. Otherwise, I would have taken the picture. Oh, it looks like a... It looks like a turtle. Yeah. I know. Like, I'm sad that it got posted after the turtle, because now I have to live with the fact that I'm eating what is basically a food equivalent of turtle. <laughs> You're eating a bacon maple turtle. All right, Desdon, please continue. You don't want to eat turtle. I've seen how they live. They're disgusting. Yeah, they are. Sure. Let's all go back to sleep, my sons and daughter. It's been a long night, Splinter said, and goes back into his bedroom. No, two is. Yes, Sensei. Donatello, Leonardo, and Chrissy said at the same time, and they all started. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I'm not sure what kind of cheese they put on this, but it is, uh, it's very, very melted and has the consistency of dried ejaculate. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, maybe Wendy's across America today (laughs) just decided to add semen to every recipe. Wendy's natural harvest. Here comes the big bite. Actually, pretty good. It's not bad, honestly. And they all start to go back to their bedrooms and get some sleep for the rest of the night. Raphael and Michelangelo still had their hands on each other's stomachs to feel their babies move. They have more than one stomach each now. They turn into cows. Ah, Actually, you know what? This is pretty good. It's like a spicy maple. Sorry. (laughs) They smile at each other and they give each other a goodnight kiss on the lips. They fall fast to sleep on this wonderful, peaceful chapter five. Baby shower and the sex of babies. Oh, (laughs) no. no. As I said in the previous show, I am super not comfortable with that chapter title. I don't think it means what y'all think it means. I know it doesn't mean what I think it means. It sounds bad, especially on this show. Yes. It's not babies having sex. It's the sex of babies. The way they've written the whole thing, it makes it sound bad. I know. As the months had passed, and that both Raphael and Michelangelo were getting bigger and bigger by the minute, (laughs) and they felt their babies move every single time on their sides, and that they also felt some cramps during the pregnancy, which Donatello tells them feeling cramps is normal during pregnancy because those cramps that Raphael and Michelangelo are feeling called Braxton Hicks contractions. Wow, okay. Random medical term. Maybe the author was currently pregnant and having Braxton Hicks contractions (laughs) when they wrote this. It's possible. (laughs) And also seizures. How is it possible to have an R&B singer from the 90s? Uh, See, I was going to make a Tony Braxton joke too. Thank you for reading my mind. But I couldn't think of any songs that she did, so I just went with the legendary... (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Was that one hers? Yes. Okay, I was correct. Don't break my heart. Wait, that song from Yakuza where it's like, I got to go and eat. No, I don't think it's the song from Yakuza. Nope, nope, nope. And that the only way to get rid of them is by warm water. While Raphael and Michelangelo were relaxing in the sewer hot tub that Donatello had created, whenever Raphael and Michelangelo could relax during contraction, and they could use it to give birth to their babies. 
dot, dot, dot. A sewer hot tub doesn't sound fun. I realize they do live in the sewers, but sewer hot tub. Yeah, Have sewer your hot babies tub. in sounds really funny. Sewer <laughs> hot tub. That sewer hot tub, that's just the ejaculate runoff from the season six opening <laughs> from the monster truck rally. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. It's what the remains of the pool that they had to drink. <laughs> Donatello signals Leonardo. Chrissy and Splinter to go over to him without Raphael and Michelangelo to hear him. With semaphore signals using those weird flags. You mean normal flags? They're called Oscar flags. (laughs) They're eating their gains. Why are they signaling to me to eat my gains? They're eating their gains and then they're gonna eat me. Oh my god. It's they're gonna eat mine, Logan. They're eating their gains. Then they're gonna eat mine. Oh my. What is with the ad algorithms today? Why am I getting an ad for a BuzzFeed? Why are you not reading along? I'm opening a tab to try and find pictures of Tony Braxton, and then I get an ad for BuzzFeed Celebs, 24 songs that were mom and millennial gay emo anthems. What? (laughs) Gay emo anthems? Mom and millennial? That article is specifically tailored, but not for you. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know that. I am a mom, also a millennial gay. Maybe not an emo, though. <laughs> yeah, you are too punk for that. Guys, Raph and Mikey are getting close to their due dates, and their babies are due in December. Also, they have been feeling some cramps called Braxton Hits contractions. Also, it's totally December. <laughs> Donatello said, while looking at Raphael and Michelangelo's chart, to see how they were doing in their pregnancy. They were getting D's. They have to get their grades up. <laughs> it was a pie chart. It's a Venn diagram that says pregnant, not pregnant, questionable pregnancy. (laughs) What does that mean, Donnie? Leonardo asked. Next up is Val. It means I have this feeling that their babies are due on December 24th or 25th or whatever. I'm not going to do the math in my head. I started doing the math in my head and I'm like, it doesn't make sense because they're mutant turtles. Their births happen when it's plot convenient. Yeah. Their births will happen three to four days before my birthday. Hooray. It'll be great because I'll have my brand new jitterbug flip on me. (laughs) You can call your children to remind them to come visit for New Year's. (laughs) Which that makes dot 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 Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Donatello said, wow. 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 If their babies are due on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, I am hoping it will be a Christmas miracle, Chrissy said. I agree, Chrissy. However, Christmas is a very special giving about spending time with the ones that you love and care. And also a time of giving and sharing. No, it's not loved and care. It's loved and cared. That's what I said? Not that you love and care now. Ones that you have previously loved and cared and now have thrown away. You you need to remember that it's a special giving about. Yes. <laughs> a giving of what? Giving about, Splinter said. I agree with you, Sensei, Leonardo said. Same here, Chrissy said. Ditto, Donatello said. Hi. When silence came into the room, Chrissy thought of an idea. Guys, I think I got an idea to make Raph and Mikey happy. Because apparently they're not right now. (laughs) Pregnancy has made us miserable. If you were having Braxton Hicks contractions, you probably wouldn't be very happy either. She said with a smile. Really? What is it, Chrissy? Donatello asked. Well, I was thinking we could 
Well, I was reading we could throw Raph and Mikey's surprise. I was surprise. reading we could throw? <laughs> no, I was thinking. Thank you. There we go. I was thinking we could throw Raph and Mikey a surprise dot dot baby, baby shower. shower. Capitalize for some reason. They're characters in a Final Fantasy game. Ah, Prissy said. I believe a baby shower, also capitalized, whenever it's written baby shower, it's capitalized for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's a character. They're talking about a new character. Yeah. The character will be named Baby. And Shower. My name is Baby Shower. Here is my best friend, Dump Truck Treg. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dump Truck Treg Bortz. The third. I believe a baby shower is a wonderful idea, Splinter said. Thank you, Sensei, Chrissy said. Yeah. Your validation is all that I need in life. That's the only thing that I can ever achieve. <laughs> A baby shower is a very good idea. Like, there's not... It's a... It's just is very good idea. Because I know we have been helping Raph and Mikey to get through this pregnancy. That doesn't make sense. And that they need lots of stuff to help them with their baby. Materialism and capitalism at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! I'll buy that for a dollar. Are you saying that people don't need stuff to take care of their babies? I mean, the stuff that you need doesn't need to be egregious and extravagant. And throwing a baby shower is like, Here, look, I got you this diaper genie that sends all the diapers to another dimension. No smell. All right, Steve, we will not be throwing a baby shower for you, then. But what about dump truck trick? No, no, you said you didn't want one, so we're not going to do it. We're not going to celebrate materialism at your house. All right, fine. Let's celebrate Baconators. Mmm. Okay. However, dot, 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 I have an idea to your idea, Chrissy. What? Donatello said. What is it, Donnie? Chrissy asked. Well, how about we do the baby shower into pink and blue colors? Because I just found out the sex of their baby. And I also found out on how many babies there are carrying. 47. Good God almighty. Donatello said once again. Wow. That's a very good idea, Donnie. Leonardo said. I like that idea, Chrissy said. Yeah, that's the only part of a sentence. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if you both follow me to the lab, and I will tell you guys the sex and how many babies Raph and Mikey are carrying. Donatello said... Just, just keep rolling. There's very little material development here. It's just, I'm trying to make sure I'm actually reading it properly. You're doing great. You're reading it properly, Val. They've said that there are many babies in the sexes, but they haven't said what they are. Yes, no, no, no. It's just like, at first it said if... Usually it means, like, then something's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just that for the past few days, I've been writing this business law final project from a situation that the teacher gave. I have to say, okay, these are the things that are illegal. What law specifically? And then, like, there's all this technical term. Honey, honey, I, I love you. But the law is even less interesting than this story right now. <laughs> Somehow. Hey, I like law. Yeah, but you did very well with that paper. No no lie, you did a very good job. Val is the law. The law! Once they're all in Donatello's lab, Donatello showed Leonardo and Chrissy Raphael and Michelangelo's chart, charts on their pregnancies. And once they saw the sex of the baby... They looked at Donatello and they smiled. See, I'd like to imagine that Donatello snuck into Raph and Mikey's bedrooms while they were asleep and said, All right, time to find out what sex the babies are. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that drill. How long have you had that drill next to your computer just so you can make a joke like that? Five minutes. Okay, thank you for that. We'll make sure that we will surprise Raph and Mikey with that color for the baby shower. Just one color? Okay. However, here's a list that Raph and Mikey will need for their baby. Chrissy said while giving Leonardo and Donatello a list of the things that Raphael and Michelangelo will need for their baby. It's just a list of stuff that they need for meth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it would be interesting to make meth with these. Okay, the list is... Baby diapers, baby powder, diaper pins, baby bottles, baby pacifiers, uh, it skips a line, baby formula, it skips a line, baby blankets, cribs, rocking chairs, changing tables. No, no, it's just changing table. Skips a line, baby caps. Baby caps? (laughs) Yeah, baby caps, stuffed animals, strollers, baby carriers, baby diaper bags, Baby radios, baby photo albums, and baby's baby, first baby, picture frame. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. All right, next up is David. Oh boy, I can't <laughs> wait to go. It sounds like the Baconators killed him. Like, yeah, kinda. Um... He just ate three <laughs> fucking Wendy's sandwiches. Of course, he's almost dead. Yeah. Did you really eat all three of them? I sure did. Oh God. <laughs> Look, I'll die for my art. Why do we feed you before the show? It just makes you tired. I can do this. All right, we're on page twenty-nine. Wrong. <laughs> page twenty-four. No. Page 28. No, we started at page 25. Right, we're on page 28. Wrong. Jesus fucking (laughs) Christ. Page 27. Yes, 27. Thank you. What's 25 plus 2, Dave? Not three sandwiches. Look, I don't know how many people read. There's a cavalcade of people on the show. It could have been any number. How long do you think it's been since you ate those sandwiches? Has time just dilated for you? (laughs) It has to have been weeks. (laughs) Like, Christmas has come and gone. It's a bacon coma. <laughs> All you got for Christmas was more Baconators. Oh, God, no. <laughs> All right. All right, I can do this. All right. Then as the days went on, Leonardo and Donatello start to work together on getting everything all set for the baby shower. Until Michelangelo starts to have a seizure. Michelangelo? Yeah, Michelangelo. <laughs> he starts to have a seizure. Once they go to, what is it, Ralph? Did I say Ralphiel? Ralph Hiel? <laughs> yeah, you kept calling him Ralph instead of Raph whenever it was shortened, so you went with Ralphiel. Ralph Hiel and Michelangelo's bedroom. David, can you give me King Candy? Raphael was holding on to Michelangelo in his arms, and bedroom <laughs> light is on, including the fan is spinning around to get some air going, because during the pregnancies, Ralphiel and Michelangelo have been That's a really hard voice to continue, but I will try. Uh, Michelangelo has been feeling has been feeling sweaty, and that they need to be on bed rest, according to uh, Donatello's uh, Donut Donut Donatello. Yes, Donut Donatello. Uh, Donatello orders (laughs) because they need to stay off their feet. Because it would be... Uh, it, because it would induce the labor early, as opposed to at the correct time. Could, what? That's not what happens. No, actually, that is what happens. Oh, it does it really? Yeah. I mean, I've never been pregnant, so I don't this know. This is why we need the bad labor unions. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hyrule Jones, is that you? No. I mean, no. I mean, no. Because it would, it would, it would, those labor early, which they don't want at the moment, at that moment. Look at these turtles having gay sex and gay babies in the sewers of New York. It's okay, Mikey. I'm here. Everything's all right. Our babies are safe. We're all safe. I'll keep you safe now. 
Raphael had said while rocking Michelangelo's back and forth to get him to calm down. Michelangelo starts to calm down for a short time. He relaxed on his bed, where he and Raphael are sharing together, and he let a sigh of relief at that... <sighs> are you okay? No, this is written so... Ha, ah, we've been doing this show for over four years, and you're just realizing that now. No, no, this particular is written so... Terribly. Do you want me to run the rest of your read through the Ned Flanders later? No, I can do it. Uh, diddly diddly. <laughs> uh, hey there, neighbor. You know, he, he relaxed on his bed where uh, Raphael was sharing together literally. I'm trying to pitch all these different voices to you to see what would help you to make it through, but I have a feeling none of them will help. <laughs> no, because it's written so bad. If anything, it's just making it harder for him. <laughs> <laughs> he let a thigh of relief that he was okay to leave. Okay to leave. And then he closed his eyes and falls fast asleep. Sleep literally, literally, boo. Donnie and I, Raph, Donnie and I are going to be going out to the surface for a bit to run some errands. So we'll be back shortly, okay? Leonardo said to Raphael. Rah, rah, Rasputin. Rah, rah, Raphael. Rah, rah, la, la. Rao, Rao, Raphael, Russia's greatest love corral. Turtle shell. Well, yeah, turtle shell. Yeah. Rao, Rao, Raphael, Russia's greatest turtle shell. There was a turtle who really could go. Raphael just nodded his head as if by saying, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Leonardo just smiled at Raphael until Donat Ello said, to be all right on your own taking care of Mickey. Yes, I'd be all right. Oh, no, he's 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 Hyrule Jones, so... Yes, I'll be all right! Raphael said with a smile. Donut Ello and Leon Ardo both grabbed their favorite color trench coats and hats to go above the surface. And they start to go to the Turtle Jeep. Trademark. Jeep is free. Then they start to drive off into the night. They stopped at the mall, going through the back. Donut Ello and Leon Ardo use their grappling hooks to go up on the roof. To the roof. They start to climb up to the roof. As Mikey would say, one cute ninja turtle going up away. Never said that. Would he say that? No. I mean, Michelangelo had a lot of catchphrases, and I guarantee that's not one of them. No. Why are there, like, so many quotation marks? Because this author doesn't know how to properly use quotation marks. Yeah, and also he says, as Mikey will say, that's Donatello starting, and then the quote is one cute Ninja Turtle, but it shouldn't be a second set of quotes. It should just be the little tick mark. Yeah, one. The Adipostrophes. Yes. No, not Adipostrophes. The Donut Ello said while climbing up to the roof. Once they got to the top of the shopping mall, Donut Ello started to do a little tinkering with the security system that is on top on the top of the shopping mall. Why? Why? Because they're fucking criminals. They're fucking criminals. No, no, no. Why is the freaking system on the outside, the top of the building? I'm asking, why are they breaking in? They were walking around broad daylight earlier. They went to fucking Macy's. They have to steal stuff for the baby shower. <sighs> right, because they don't have any money. Keep up with the plot, Sean. I'm keeping up. I'm questioning it. <laughs> Are you really keeping up with the plot, Sean? Yes. I'm calling into question your keep on plotability. <laughs> David, what page are we on? We're on page 27. I don't know why you just reminded me. I walked through Target to go grab some stuff the other day, and then I saw... Was it Smash Brothers? Did you grab Smash? No, that's coming in the mail. Are you going to grab Smash? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's coming in the mail. I'm not playing. Val is. Who are you going to main? I'm not maining anybody. I main Val. Hot. What? You can't main Val. <laughs> Wait, do you like wear Val as like a meat suit and <laughs> <laughs> run around in real life as her? No, Val is his meat. <laughs> you done? Uh, yes. No. No, you're not. Damn it. <laughs> he was going to fall for it too. Uh, okay, so uh, Donatello got tinkering security system. Yes. Good <laughs> on tight. Oh, sorry. Nice. And once some of the lights are on and once the doors are open, they were in. They took. Did this just suddenly become a heist movie? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the plot. They did that too when they went to Macy's to get their freaking suits. It wasn't the middle of the night. They just didn't have to break in. They just stole them. Yeah. They took two shopping carts, and they start to split up to get all the stuff for the baby shower. Donut Ello starts to go... Okay, I I read that right. Yeah. Yeah. Donut Ello starts to go some of the stores that could help. (laughs) Ralphiel and Michelangelo start... Or, oh, no, they don't. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Ralphiel and Michelangelo (laughs) to give birth. However, he did look at Michelangelo's chart and... While he was looking at the chart, he thinks that Michelangelo should have a C-section. <laughs> well, if my calculations are correct, according to Mikey's chart on his pregnancy, and that Mikey is carrying twins, I will have to say that Mikey sh- could have a C-section. It changes between committal and non-committal, past, present, and future, multiple, or plural and singular. God, like, I'm traveling through time just reading this, but not in a good way or a cool way. It's just awful. Yeah. Turtles in short, spontaneous time travel. <laughs> Can't we just hit the history eraser button and be done with this? There's no magic eraser for this, David. No. It's called bleach. <sighs> okay. He said while looking at Michelangelo's chart of his pregnancy. And so, he starts to get everything that is on the list that Chrissy made for him in Leon Ardo to get everything for the baby shower and also to get some stuff to help Ralphiel and Michelangelo with labor and delivery. I mean, usually that's included if you're, uh, you know, really savvy at contract negotiation. Nobody nobody wants to touch that joke? I didn't even realize that was a joke. No, I'll touch it, but I need to go put my gloves on first. All right, next up is me. While Donatello and Leonardo were done shopping, they met in the center and they checked everything they got on the list. Okay, let's see what we got, Donatello said. Looks at the list. Oh, gods. I'm reading ahead. Stop doing that. No, don't read ahead. It's right there, right in front of us. Mm, drink for check. Baby diapers, he said. Check, Leonardo said. Oh. Diaper pins, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Oh. Baby powder, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Ah. Yeah, Val, that's what I was talking about. Baby formula, Donatello ah. said. Just <laughs> finish your drink. Guys, stop interrupting. I'm only a quarter of a way through the paragraph. Check, Leonardo said. Baby blankets, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Baby radios, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Changing table, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. <gasps> Cribs, Donatello yeah. said. Double check, two for Raph's babies and two for Mikey's babies. Go on, Leonardo said. Oh, I heard that is Crips, not Cribs. <laughs> Crips. <laughs> Rocking chairs, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Baby caps. I just thought of a cap gun that fires babies. (laughs) 
Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Strollers, Donatello said. Double check. Two for Raph's babies and two for Mikey's babies. Go on, Leonardo said. Stuffed animals from Disney's dot 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 cars, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Hey, we can't go without Disney's cars. No. <laughs> or just the generic cars. Yep. I know I got the Disney cars baby sheets, but we'll count that for the cribs. Let's see. Baby carriers, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Pacifiers, Donatello said. Check, Leonardo said. Sweet, the paragraph's over. Oh. Woo! Bottles, Donatello said. <laughs> <laughs> check, Leonardo said. Baby diaper bags, Donatello said. Double check, one for F's babies and one for Mikey's babies. Go on, Leonardo said. Baby photo albums along with some cute baby picture frames. Also, while I was shopping, I found some stuff on that could be useful to help Raph and Mikey during labor and delivery. They are red and orange slings, pillows that go around their waist, and I also got the equipment that could help with labor and delivery to suck all that stuff out of the baby's noses and mouths. What? How do you get that in a freaking regular shop? I mean, like, we sell those at Walgreens, so. Oh. Also, this next typo is amazing. Skiores. Skiores. To cut the cords. Ointment to put on their eyes from infection and the clips that tie the cords to. <laughs> Donatello said. Oh. Wow. Good idea, Donnie. All right, let's go, Leonardo said. And then they all disappeared into the night. Having completely ripped off every store in the mall, and the next day all the stores in the mall needed to close because they were out of business. Well, hang on. They haven't quite finished stealing stuff. (laughs) And they left some money on the counters for each store that they went to. Not left. Lift. They took money off of the counters from each store. Yeah! And they all head out into the turtle jeep and head back to the lair all through the night (laughs) so they don't get back until the morning. (laughs) Once they're in the sewers, Donatello and Leonardo saw Chrissy making decorations for the baby shower and they set everything down and they start to check on Raphael and Michelangelo. And then they saw Raphael and Michelangelo sleeping together in each other's arms. They're sleeping inside each other? They smiled and they left the room. We're only going to do one read through of this and then we're going to switch to something more fun. Okay? You're not having fun? You mean this isn't fun? (laughs) What didn't you have fun about listing things for (laughs) almost your entire page? Check, Leonardo said. And they show her everything they got from the mall. Chrissy smiled and she showed Donatello and Leonardo the decorations that she made. When Donatello and Leonardo looked at the decorations, they smiled as well. Did he do anything else than smile? (laughs) I smile and have seizures. That's my character arc. It's like that one Treehouse of Horror where everybody has a partial frontal lobotomy. (laughs) (laughs) Join us, Leonardo. It's bliss. And they decided to have the baby shower the next day. Wow, they didn't capitalize baby shower. Yeah. Early the next morning, Chrissy, Leonardo, Donatello, and Splinter, I was going to say Slinger, I don't know why. Sure. Got an early start to get everything all set for the baby shower. It was five o'clock in the morning, and that Raphael and Michelangelo were still sleeping while Chrissy, Leonardo, Donatello, and Splinter were getting everything all set for the baby shower. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Next up is Shaggy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> a little more higher and a little more, yeah. 
Right there. Perfect. Chris, he said, while helping Leonardo and Donatello hanging up a banner of the baby shower. And they also blow some balloons of the color of their babies. And they also work together on putting everything on the table, including the color of the baby's tablecloth. And also some yummy, delicious food as well. They also wrapped all the gifts in the same color as the babies as well. And they put them next to the table. And they also put some white sheets over the cribs so they could reveal them to Raphael and Michelangelo. Once the baby shower was all set, Chrissy came in Raphael. What? (laughs) Yeah, Chrissy came in Raphael. That's just how that works. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Chrissy came into Raphael. I guess the same thing. And Michelangelo's room, ew, with a smile upon her face, and she quietly starts to hold on to Raphael's hands, which causes Raphael to smile. Then he opened his eyes and saw Chrissy smiling at him. Hey! <laughs> hey, Chrissy! How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling all right! All right! <laughs> he asked while putting Chrissy in his lap. Then he turns to Michelangelo and says, Hey, Mikey, wake up. We have company. When did the turtle turn into John Wayne? <laughs> Why not? Hey, Mikey, when do you want to wake up? Hey, baby. Then Michelangelo starts to wake up, and then he saw Raphael and Chrissy in his lap. Oh, hi, Chrissy. Good morning. How are you feeling this morning? And good morning, my sweet Raph, he said with a smile. Raphael smiled back and gives Michelangelo a kiss on the lips. Kiss. Kiss. Chrissy smiles at Michelangelo, and then she looks down at something in her hands, and she hands it to Raphael. What is in her hand? We're going to find out. A Baconator. (laughs) Three Baconators. She's going to Baconate her turtles. Everyone needs to eat three Baconators, apparently. No, don't. (laughs) That's how we maintain the number one obesity (laughs) epidemic. No, don't. (laughs) You're going to regret it, aren't you, David? He already does. Oh. (laughs) You're having a baby yourself, I think. The pain baby. Which would you say was the better sandwich? I mean, that maple bacon chicken was pretty damn good. Chrissy, what's that you're holding? Raphs asked. And he looks at it with Chrissy's hands into him, it to him. It's my adaption again. It's my adaption paper. Since you guys came to my rescue after what happened on that day, maybe you guys could, you know, adapt me as your dog. <laughs> That's legitimately how they think it's written. (laughs) Chrissy said with a smile, Raphael and Michelangelo were surprised at first, and then they start to smile at Chrissy. Fucking smiling! Yes, so much smiling. It reminds me of the wives of Stepford. Oh, Stepford wives. Yeah, Stepford wives. Never seen it. It's pretty good. Raphael opens his arms for Chrissy to give him a hug. Chrissy goes over to Raphael and she gives him a hug. While Raphael was holding on to Chrissy in his arms, he had tears in his eyes, as if by feeling overwhelmed. Oh, Chrissy. Yes? We love you very much. Yes. And we'll be honored to be your daddies. Yes. Raphael said with a little emotion. Daddy, 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 daddy. (laughs) Raphael said with a little emotion, it's in the sound of his voice. 
Chrissy looks up at Raphael and Michelangelo, and she smiled at them both and hugs them for the longest time. And then she looked up at them and says, Thank you, Daddy Raphael and Daddy Mackey. I'm honored to be your daughter. I thought you said Daddy Mackey. <laughs> diddy, diddy, Daddy Mac. Like the roll. Giggity, giggity, whatever was it? I forget was the uh, jiggity, jiggity Mac or whatever the fuck. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what, crisscross? Um, well, remember crisscross? No. I think I wasn't born then. You were. Oh, yes, you, you were. were. It was 1992. <laughs> I definitely weren't born then. The ones that wore their pants backwards. You're not that young. I'm literally that young. Wow. <laughs> and also, I have a surprise for you in the living room. She starts to get up and she helps Raphael and Michelangelo get up gently. And then she says, close your eyes. No peeking. Then Raphael and Michelangelo hold onto Chrissy's hands and they close their eyes while Chrissy helps Raphael and Michelangelo walk without opening their eyes to see the surprise. Chrissy was still leading Raphael and Michelangelo, who are still had their eyes closed. Alrighty. Almost there. Just listen to the sound of my voice. Okay, stop. She said while leading Raphael and Michelangelo into the living room. Logan, you're up. On a count to three, you'll open your eyes. Okay? <laughs> Chrissy said. Okay. Raphael and Michelangelo said at the same time. All right. Why aren't you saying any of the catchphrases like cowabunga, radical, tubular, and gold is the time-tested currency that only goes up, not down? (laughs) Why would you say the thing when you're just going to have to edit it to say only down? Yeah. I like my suffering. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Are we just counting now? Well, I was doing Mambo number five. You don't remember that? Remember what? Sesame Street, man. Yeah, Sesame Street has also been around, around longer than I've been alive. <laughs> <It's> wrong. <laughs> so they've been doing stuff a long time. I don't know all Sesame Street. That's wrong with you. He's young. He should have been watching Sesame Street. Yeah, you're right. I should have been watching Sesame Street before I was born. They're still <laughs> on. Chrissy said with a smile. Then Raphael and Michelangelo opened their eyes. Surprise! Ah! Donatello, Leonardo, Splinter, and Chrissy said at the same time. Raphael and Michelangelo were shocked on what they just saw. Their eyes were wide as saucers. Their mouths dropped, and they started to feel shocked and overwhelmed. Someone tased them. (laughs) Are you guys kidding me? Raphael said with the biggest smile on his face. Wow. Just wow. I I don't even know what to say. Wow. Michelangelo said with the biggest smile on his face as well. It's a baby shower because we know how much you guys have been needing showers. Sorry, have been (laughs) feeling down over the months. So we thought we would cheer you guys up with a baby shower. However, if you didn't know is, well, we found out the sex of your babies. (laughs) Wait, they didn't tell them? They're doing it now. Nope. Oh my god. That was the insinuation of the power drill that they just went in there while they were sleeping. Yeah. Okay, how many people are pregnant? That's what I'm I'm not I'm kind of I'm kind of There are at least two people in the story pregnant. And who are the fathers? Each other. I was going to say are you asking in the world on this call? <laughs> well, I know who isn't. Yeah, we all know who isn't pregnant on this call. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 2019, the year of the Morborts, I'm sure. I'll have to work hard in the first three months, guys. Are you saying you're not working hard now? No, I'm doing my show. We found out the sex of your babies, and you both are carrying twins. And the sex 
of the babies are all boys. Boys. How does that know? Donatello said to Raphael and Michelangelo, which somehow made Raphael and Michelangelo feel surprised and happy at the same time that they were going to have baby boys. Oh, God. The talk about the pregnancy, like, I'm starting to feel probably, like, pregnant. Well, less than one third of what David's feeling from the Baconator right now. (gasps) Well, I did tell you not to eat them. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he's still alive. (laughs) He's having a bad time. Get some tums. Tum to tum tum tum. A short time later, during the baby shower, Raphael and Michelangelo ate some delicious food, like ice cream, for example. Like baconators. Oh. No, not like baconators. Like ice cream, for example. And then they start to open the gifts, but they almost flipped over when they saw the Disney's cards crib, <gasps> along with the sheets and stuffed animals as well. Wow, thanks guys. This is the best baby shower that I, <laughs> that we ever had. <laughs> That's the only one you've ever had. You don't know that. Well, if you remember, they referenced a previous one. It was called Miscarriage Chronicles. Oh no. <laughs> if I'm going to feel bad, you're all coming down with me. I was going to go there if David didn't though, so I don't know why I'm complaining so much. You're just complaining that you didn't get to do the joke. Also, there's something else as well. Raphael said. Looking at the adaption paper that Chrissy handed it to him (laughs) from earlier and hands it to Donatello and Leonardo. This is my adaption paper. (laughs) Since on the day that you guys rescued me after what happened to me, maybe the four of you guys could, you know, adapt me as your daughter to the four of you guys. That's not how it works. Here, drink this ooze. We will adapt you genetically. Chrissy said with a little smile. Donatello and Leonardo were both surprised, and then they start to have tears in their eyes, as if by feeling so overwhelmed. They looked at Raphael and Michelangelo, and they had tears in their eyes as well. They smiled at each other, and they all gave each other a group hug. They all looked at Chrissy feeling so overwhelmed, and they welcomed Chrissy in their warm, loving arms. This Mariachi Tijuana music is going very well in the background. Steve-O, I want you to bass boost this next line on the recording. Thank you, my four daddies. Do you want to do that as a rap hook now or what? Thank you, my four daddies. I'm going <laughs> to go get shortbread. You can't fight me because I'm going to go make shortbread. <laughs> Fucking come at me. Thank you, my four daddies, Chrissy said while hugging all four of them. And they all start to feel overwhelmed. That Chrissy called the turtles her four daddies for the first time. <laughs> when the next day came, right after the baby shower, Chrissy was helping Raphael get the nursery all set up for the babies. Getting. Helping Raphael getting the nurseries all set up for the babies. Thanks for helping me getting the nursery. <laughs> I don't know why I keep doing this cleaning instinct, but it's driving me nuts. <laughs> Raphael said while helping Chrissy left the cribs to each side of the nursery. Oh, it's no problem at all. I just want to help because I love you, Daddy Raffy. Daddy Raffy, you thought (laughs) he had me. David, can you come to the microphone if you're going to sing? I'm a mumble rapper. (laughs) You can't talk to me. I love you too, my baby girl, Raphael said while giving Chrissy a hug until Chrissy starts to feel funny. 
baby girl, baby girl, don't you know you are my world except you ain't because you ain't All right, no Dave, short That's a very bread. convincing mumble rapper, but now it's starting to really, really, really seep into reality. I'll let this thing go forever. You can't touch me, homie. All right, stop. No. <laughs> Next up is Sean. <laughs> no, <Nah>, man. <laughs> she starts to feel shaky and that she starts to breathe funny as well. Chrissy, you okay? No. I'm sorry. No. No. <laughs> Raphael asked, feeling concerned for Chrissy. Then he takes a closer look at her until she starts to scream a little. <laughs> Chrissy, it's me, Raffy. What's wrong? Raffy asked, starting to panic a little. But Chrissy was shaken uncontrollably, which causes Raphael to go nuts. Donnie! Wait a minute, are the seizures contagious? Uh, yeah. Something's wrong with Chrissy, Raphael cried. No shit! While holding on to Chrissy in his arms. She was just two days away from retirement. <laughs> what? Donatella said. And then he goes into the nursery and he saw Raphael holding Chrissy in his arms. And that Chrissy is screaming and shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> Donnie, something's wrong with Chrissy, Raphael said with tears in his eyes. Oh my goodness. Let's get her into the infirmary right away. Now, Donatella said. And then they both got Chrissy into the infirmary. And then Raphael puts Chrissy on the bed and holds her hand while Chrissy is still shaken. So who wants to bet that the author's name is Chrissy? It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chrissy is the author's friend. Oh. Yeah. Do they have epilepsy? Yeah. I think I saw this before when Mikey had seizures. So, my guess is that I believe that Chrissy is having a seizure, Donatella said while looking at Chrissy, who's still shacking until <laughs> Chrissy stops breathing and lays her head on the pillow of the bed. Raphael gasped and gets Chrissy to breathe. Chrissy, no, baby girl, please breathe. Come on, breathe for daddy. Oh, that's getting into no, weird no, king no, territory. No, 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 no. He panicked while Donnie was getting an oxygen mask and puts it on her mouth to help her breathe. Just the mask. It wasn't hooked up to a tank or anything. That's a really weird amalgam of multiple TV shows that's going on here. Mostly having nothing to do with the turtles. Yep. And that is when she was breathing still, but rarely. Donatella sighed and says, Raph, I believe that Chrissy has gone into a coma. Wow, that was fast. Yeah. It happens all the time. Don't worry. But I'm not so sure on when she'll wake up. But let's just hope that she'll pull through, okay? Donatella said while putting a hand on Raphael's shoulder. Who is in tears? Raphael looks at Chrissy, who was now in a coma, as established like two sentences ago. And he looks at Donatello, who just put his hand on his shoulder. And then he starts to nod his head. And he says, I understand. I hope Chrissy will pull through. If she doesn't pull through, I just want to let her know that I still love her as my daughter. <laughs> Along with my baby boys that I'm carrying as well. I just don't want her not to miss the birth of my babies. And I want her to be part of the delivery as well if I go into labor. Then he turns to Chrissy while holding her and he says, Oh, Chrissy, if you can hear me, I just want to tell you. I forgot to rewind the VHS when I gave it back when we took it on your account. I'm so sorry. No! I just want to tell you that I love you very much as my daughter. But in no other ways. Yeah. You mean the world to me. And I don't want to lose you because I just hope that you will pull through. Because 
We had such wonderful good times together. You and I share a very good bond since right after me and my bros came to your rescue after what happened to you. And I just hope that you will come back to me, including the others as well, because we need you, my baby girl. We love you very much. God damn it, there's actual emotional music going on in the background right now. <laughs> Raphael has spent in the infirmary with Chrissy every single day, afternoon and night, and Chrissy was still in a coma. All right, fuck it. We're moving on to something more fun. We're starting back around again. It's called It Hurts For You by Zex Eos. And starting us off this time is going to be David. Oh, uh, we were going to reach chapter six, the birth of the babies. I want to see what the other chapters are named. <laughs> there's there's a cast at the end. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, David, you're up. It's been two years since Danny has joined Game Grumps. Over this time, Aaron has started realizing that he's developed feelings for the Jew. <laughs> he has made this decision to tell Dan his feelings, no matter what may happen afterwards. Chapter 1. Chapter 1. It hurts for you. Aaron sighed as he scrolled down through the many Game Grumps episodes. He checked the clock to his right on the bedside table in front of the disappointing 3 a.m. displayed. Aaron often stayed up much past his bedtime enjoying the past recordings, not for the gameplay or his own performance, but for his co-host, Daniel Y. Sexbang. Aaron couldn't get enough of his contagious laugh, his encouraging enthusiasm, his grunts of frustration, and the Jew as a whole. <laughs> Thinking about all these appealing traits made Aaron extremely wet. I don't watch Game Grumps. Is that typically how they refer to him? What, as the Jew? Yeah. He refers to himself that way often. Okay, so similar to what I do. Yeah. Dan once claimed that the Jews faked the moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, is Kubrick Jewish? I don't think so. He shot the fake moon landing, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> We're not debating that. Tonight was a special night for Aaron since he decided that tomorrow <laughs> he would tell Danny his true feelings. The man felt his hands get clammy and got flushed as he imagined the scenario. What if he thinks I'm weird? What if he laughs at me? Hesitation consumed Aaron's conscious and he felt lightheaded. He also had other things to worry about as he moved his head towards the direction of his soundly sleeping partner. He wasn't sure how to tell Susie about his love for Dan and simply hoped she'd understand. There was also the problem of his penis size. Aaron had a baby penis and it was only one inch hard. At best, it was pencil thin. Hold, hold on, can you read that line again? I missed most of it because of the laughter. Aaron had a baby penis that was only one inch hard at best and was pencil thin. Yeah. Well, wow. Wow. <laughs> but Aaron always imagined himself as the bottom, so it wasn't a big obstacle for him, at least. <laughs> the idea of playing the submissive made Aaron's mind run wild, fantasizing about getting plowed by Dan's Jewish dick. Aaron started drooling and let out a quiver, but quickly recomposed himself and set the laptop or set the laptop aside. There it goes. I, I skipped the line. He made a plan that after tomorrow's recordings, he'd confess to Dan and face the music. Aaron drifted off to sleep, being careful not to prod Susie with the erection he had produced. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Aaron was waiting in the grump room for Dan's arrival. He had announced he was going to get Skittles before starting today's recording session. Aaron felt nervous about telling Dan his feelings, but he knew he couldn't let his hesitation interfere per, uh, with his performance. That didn't stop him from imagining all the dirty things Dan would do to him should he accept Aaron's confession. Choking on his salami, rim jobs... 
Boo cake. <laughs> boo cake? No, boo cake. Oh. Buck cake. Aaron couldn't contain himself, as was evident by the load of semen he had released in his pants. It was just then Dan had come. Just then that. It was just then that Dan had come back, and Aaron tried his best to look casual despite jizzing himself. <laughs> no good, he thought. I'll just have to bear with it. All right, let's get this show on the road, Dan exclaimed. Yeah, ooh. Aaron said, attempting to keep his cool. Dan sat down next to Aaron, gazing his outer thigh. Grazing. With, uh, grazing. Yeah, that's what it says. Grazing his outer thigh with his butt. Oh, God. Aaron thought his penis got rock hard yet again. It was going to be a long day for both Aaron and his trousers. <laughs> well, it's not very long. The equipment was shut off and Aaron's heart was racing. Telling Dan his... I didn't even get to read any of the sex. Man. However, Aaron had to confess before his feelings ate away at him. He took a deep breath and looked at to the, looked to the Jew next to him. Dan, there's, there's something I need to tell you. Oh, God, am I getting fired? Dan said jokingly. All right. Uh, next up is going to be Dizdon. I, I, I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, that'll happen. Do you actually feel like shit? I feel awful. I shouldn't have eaten that. No, no you shouldn't have done <laughs> no, that. I warned you. All right, fine. I'll have pity on you today. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Aaron giggled and got back on track. No, you see, throughout these past two years, you've been on Game Grumps. I've started developing feelings for uh, you. And I think I... Look, Aaron was cut off by the sudden hand on his leg. It's okay, Aaron. You can tell me anything. We're friends, right? Aaron took a deep breath and looked, and Dan, in the eyes. I love you, Dan. Aaron stared breathless, waiting for a response. Aaron, I think that I love you too. Would you adapt me, please? (laughs) (laughs) No, don't adapt me, because the last person that that fucking died. (laughs) How would he adapt someone who's older than him? That's the question. I mean, you can do that. No judging. No, I mean, like, there are legal precedents involved for that. You can do that. It's a legal thing to preserve, like, people from losing, like, their social security or some shit like that. I don't know. The two sat unblinking, staring into each other's eyes. Without a word, Speed it up the two a started removing their pants. Chapter three, chapter three. Okay, that's perfect. That's that's a good pace. It's good, Peppy. It's good. Aaron, forgetting his accidents, found himself embarrassed by the mess between his legs. At the mess. Yeah, don't go so fast that you screw up. Dan giggled. I see you were really excited to see how many times did you come during the recording. Slow it down a little bit more, Dan. <laughs> Too many times coming. Aaron's face was like a red turnip. Six or seven times, Dan giggled. Meanwhile, Aaron's gaze turned into the enormous Jewish dick Dan had just revealed. It was not only no less than nine inches, but was also as thick as a log. Slog, <laughs> slog. <laughs> so it was literally a third leg. Yeah. Because he's so fucking thin. Its presence made Aaron's one-inch dick look microscopic. Witnessing the immense difference in their dick sizes gave Dan an idea. Oh, God, no. I just had a thought. Is Aaron going to stick his dick inside Dan's dick? Don't read ahead! Don't read ahead! I'm not reading ahead. I'm guessing. Um, you guessed right. Oh, what did you have to tell me? (laughs) They're merging! We're merging! I've interfaced. Extreme docking. To be fair, it's literally the next sentence. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't even fucking paying attention to that. I was literally uh, starting to read that sentence. Well, it's good. You're not supposed to read ahead. Uh, Finishing my glass. 
Hey, Aaron, I bet you could fit your penis into my penis. Aaron took a moment to process this. Gross. And responded hesitantly through it, although excitedly. Are you sure, Dan? Positive. Aaron moved towards Dan and held his penis in his hand, stroking the long shaft to get it erect. After Dan got a sustainable erection, Aaron moved his own penis closer to Dan's urethra. He carefully positioned his cock. Everybody say goodnight, David. Good night, David. Good night, David. Good night, everybody. I'm sorry these Baconators have whooped my ass. All right. Worse than Jack Daniels. So you guys have a good one, okay? Good night, Grandpa. And he's leaving just before the docking. That's all right. While he's gone, I'm going to go order him one of them jitterbugs. <laughs> good plan. He carefully positioned his cock and penetrated Dan with a quick thrust. The feelings the two men felt could not be less mutual. On Aaron's side, he felt like he was in heaven. Dan's dick, despite its size, felt like the tightest pussy in the world. Dan, however, felt as though a million little needles pierced his dick's inner skin with every thrust. Ah! Well, I mean, that's probably what it would feel like. (laughs) Can I vomit? Hey, it's not our microphone. You have permission to do whatever the hell you want. Just mute yourself, please. But this was for his beloved Aaron, so he decided to bear with the pain until his partner released his load. Aaron kept a steady pace, thrusting similar to a metronome set quarter note beats. With every thrust, the emotions of the two lovers came closer, despite their feelings spreading farther. What tempo? Aaron could feel Dan's urethra contract each time he plunged his dick deep into him. It moved in such a way that it felt as though Dan's cock was attempting to suck out all of Aaron's love juice. This is not how penises work. <laughs> no, they definitely have a sucking action. You see here, right underneath the vast deference, you see, you see the, uh... You see? Yeah, you see the bundled shop vac that comes with every male's genitalia. So Aaron is a like-like and Dan is little link. Mm-hmm. I told you about how one of the surgeries they thought about doing for me... Could have reversed my ejaculation motion, so it would have shot back up into me. Retrograde ejaculation, yeah. Yeah, retrograde ejaculation, exactly. Just like the moon. (laughs) Sure. What? Sure, just like that. (laughs) Judging by (laughs) your date of birth and how the stars look today, I'd say your retrograde ejaculation is... (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, have you ever thought about getting a side job as one of the astrologists? Or a semenologist? Uh, Maybe a semen mixologist. It moved in such a way that it felt as though Dan's cock was attempting to suck out all of Aaron's love juice. The sensation made Aaron reach his limit immediately and took all of his willpower to prevent his ejaculation. Oh god, I can't hold on much longer! Dan nearly urging him towards ejaculation is to provide himself with the relief, fought his instinct and encouraged Aaron to keep going. Come on, Aaron, you can last longer than that. Aaron thrusted faster, unable to contain himself in the immense pleasure of Dan's physical and emotional warmth. He had bipolar approach as he wished to stay in Dan forever while he thrusted with the intent to completely empty his balls. Dan's penis burned and felt like his member would be ripped apart from the inside. Aww. Uh, indeed. He grit his teeth and soon found his erection growing despite the immense pain. Dan started to consider his masochistic status. No, it's just swelling from the irritation. <laughs> but was awoken from the thought by Aaron's exclamation of his ejaculation. Ah, I'm coming! Ah, fuck! Ah, hot. 
thick stream of semen began entering Dan's shaft. <sighs> Beautiful. I think Val is up last. Okay. Dan could simultaneously, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a hard word, feel the pumping of Aaron's dick and his semen slowly flowing into his balls. Aaron couldn't stop ejaculating, completely emptying his balls with every pulse of his cock. I just can't stop! I've filled him so much, it's up to my ankles! After about half a minute or so of strong ejaculation, Aaron pulled his dick out of Dan, sending a strong wave of relief throughout Dan's nerves. Looks like I pumped my sperm into your balls, joked Aaron, panting heavily. Yeah, well, why don't I give it back, said Dan, pushing Aaron to his knees on the couch. Chapter 4, Chapter 4. Dan started mounting Aaron, who was on his knees up on the couch. He positioned his hard dick to Aaron's butthole and caressed the man's cheek. Aaron couldn't contain his excitement and exclaimed his inner desires to the Jew. I want you to plow me hard. I'm gonna give you five across the ass. Uh, like a high five? Yes, I do believe that's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. Dan did so while simultaneous Fucking word! Simultaneously penetrating Aaron's anus, plunging his enormous penis all the way into him until the mass of flesh could no longer be seen. Aaron's anus pulsed from the pleasure and the pain. He was not expecting his first time to be so discomforting. However, he was happy he connected with his loved one. Dan decided... He gave Aaron enough time to settle onto the experience and announce his intention to the man. I'm going to start moving, okay? Then started plunging his dick in and out of Aaron's ass, starting slow and picking up speed over time. Aaron's dream had come true, quite literally. All that he could think about was the giant penis threatening to enter his intestines. Especially since he could not ignore the pain. Dan was moving at a fast pace now, focusing only on how fast he can pump. Aaron's cries of pleasure confirmed the adequacy of his fucking, <laughs> and he continued at paces that made Aaron moan the most. As time went on, then suit started reaching his limit, not lasting as long as he or Aaron would expect. Despite his attempts to hold back, it was soon made apparent to Aaron that Dan was on the brink of coming, and Aaron started thinking about how his own cum would be inside of his ass. Aaron's own dick was incredibly erect, and he was about to come as well. Damn, Aaron, I can't hold it anymore. Hold it in anymore. Your anus, with a capital A, is too tight. Dan's erection was pulsating intensely and Aaron could feel it. It's okay, go ahead and come in my ass. We'll be even then. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I mean, a pump for a pump. Hmm. Mm. The Jew pumped as hard as he could to release as much cum as possible. Not as possible, but and possible. And with on finer trusts, he began releasing all of his semen from his balls. Aaron found himself in mutual pleasure with Dan and began coming all over the couch. Dan's cum, which was also Aaron's, began pouring through Aaron's inner cavity and threatened to follow through his intestines into his stomach. The two were screaming out in pleasure. Ah! As Val went Super Saiyan, <laughs> clipping the mic. <laughs> and come stain the couch permanently. After an intense and long session of orgasms, Dan and Aaron slumped into each other, surrounded by sperm, which was mostly Aaron's. After a silence, the grumps looked into each other's eyes. Then, Dan opened his mouth and said a single thing to Aaron. My Karuba. 
The next day, Ross came into the Gromp room early. He found himself deep in thought, pondering the large amount of indeterminable white stains on the couch. That's it! Uh, there's no even I love you at the end, it's just my caramba. No, my caruba. My caruba. What about Sonic goes to the gym? We haven't read that. Sonic goes to the gym by Comic Snicks. The author! Hi, people. Long time no see. I stopped writing fanfiction for a long time, but now I'm back with some nice stories for you guys and gals. Hope you enjoy my most recent drama, Sonic Goes to the Gym. Sonic's was lately felling very much sad. He had very thin, bony legs and a big belly like a pork chop. A potato of lard covered in beet fur. His secret crush was Gandalf, because Gandalf was gay. <laughs> I mean, it is canon. Yeah. Are you sure you're not thinking of Dumbledore? Oh, yeah, no, I am thinking of Dumbledore. Because Dumbledore is gay. Look, they're played by the same person. They're pretty much the same. And Sonic, though that he could have changed to touch his wizard rod if he had six packs of pleasure for the walled wizard to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs> so, Socks decided to apply membership to a fine place of muscle creation. It was a place where... No, no. It was a... <laughs> it was a, a place where Brokey Lee was <laughs> created and turned kung fu. <laughs> sure. Hello, Sadie Sonic to the Pearson that was at the counter of the fine <laughs> establishment. Establishment. I want to get big muscles so I can impress Galf. The person on the counter was a Chinese man with a big penis. <laughs> Sure. He was X-biting his enormous member, so no one thought he had a small ock. Yes, Honorable Hedgehog. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> honorable Hedgehog, I will make you your registration, and please do not touch my ock. Sonic got tempted by the yellow penis, but he doesn't like... <laughs> Wow. Oh, I should not be laughing at that. <laughs> Racist. But he doesn't like Chinese food. Sonic them entered the place, and there were there were lots of dumbbells and heavyweight machines. Dumbbell door. No. Ha! Wow, now I can sculpt my body for the that sexy wizard. Sony immediately picked a 100 pounds <laughs> dumbbell and lifted it, but it was too heavy. So the dumbbell falling on the ground... No, fall. Fall on the ground and break his arm. Ah! Screamed the poor... Hog <laughs> 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 to God. Son number nine X is broken and everyone looks and laughs at his stopped... Oh, sorry, stooped. But one person is not amused. It's Dr. House. You idiot. What are you doing? You fucked up my trend. And now I have to that care of this piece of shit fat animal covered in spines. Sorry. I don't know what happened with me. I'm so stooped, Dr. <laughs> Dot core user is a medical personal. <laughs> 
He works at Plainsboro Hospital and cure cancer. But now he decided to take his life in another direction. After have a mistake happen and his leg being destroyed by the bitch Cuddy who loves to destroy his leg. Dr. House got self-fired from the hospital and went to find new life beyond those cure doors. Dr. House then them hired a mechanic, Dr. Tony Stark, to fix his leg. Tony made a bionic leg to put inside his body. To do that, he used a saw and choked... No, sorry, that is chopped. Yep. Chopped House's leg off. <laughs> but he chopped the wrong one, so he chopped the other one, <laughs> and now Hosu has two legs made of aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come here, hedgepoged, said Houses to Soniv. And the little ball of spines went in proximity of the meckled doctor. It seems your arms is broke. Boo, I can fizz this. Do it, Horace. Them put aluminum legs over sewn sake arms, and the legs had fist aids kit. The legs then propulsioned a couple of tentacles made of calcium to cure Sonic. And if worked... The next deodor hose. No thanks, bitch. You have to pay. This is America. <laughs> and Drow Dro House stapled a medical pill over Sunyuk's forehead. All right, Sean, go ahead. <sighs> now that everything is okay, Hosu went away, and Sony would need to rest. So he went to Sana, but as in posterior. <laughs> After he opened the door, he had a madly supreme Oh no! Dr. Robot Rob Tonic <laughs> and Sonic the Herd Gog fainted. <laughs> After a few minutes, Sony's awakened up. Nad, he was inside a jacuzzi, all naked, and by his side, Robothink. <laughs> oh no! Please, Dorter Robot Kinek. Don't rape me, screamed Sonic, crying like a river of molasses and garlic. He he he, so sees. I always admired your blue body, you know. So sexy and full of dangerous little spines that penetrate the skin and cause orgasm. Sonic, the head geo, I wanted to flower you. Sure. What the fuck? Uttered Dr. Ivo Robitok with the most pleasure <laughs> sensation. As his arch enemy uttered so profane word. No, arc. No. And it's also not enemy. Oh, <laughs> god damn. <laughs> oh, god. You can do it. You can do it. As his arc enemy uttered so profane words, Sonic started to admire his body. A robotonic. <laughs> car caressing himself with his lardy sausage fingers as they were half immersed. Uh, I immersed in the jacuzzi. Robotnik. No. Ro- ro- no. Ro- Robotnik. Picked a boodle of mayonnaise and started to spread it all over his giant belly. The belly was very giant and full of hair and macaroni. The water of the jacuzzi was full of floating lasagna and meat hyphen balls. Wait, lasagna? This isn't Garfield, is it? No. No. Okay. This is a crossover with Shakespeare Hemingway. I would love that. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Ro- Robert <laughs> Kick. Robert Kick. Robert Kick. 
picked a piece of the leg sauna and took a bite. Guess my moustache, sexy hedge hoisey, said very sexily that man made of lard and lipids. His mouth was masticating with intense pleasure. All that pasta mixed with meat hyphen balls and cheap soap. Sonic couldn't contain the immense disgust he had sharing his first sauna plus jacuzzi moment with his most hated enemy. So he vomited. <laughs> A intense jet of bile-fueled gastric juice emanated from his throat and tainted that pure water with an intense hot soap of fried chicken. No, that's a soup. Oh, shit. With an intense hot <laughs> soup of fried chicken. Diet cock. <laughs> What is Diet Cock? <laughs> it's what Aaron had. Oh, 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 okay. Thank you, Logan. You got to it before I did. I was going to say, it's when you want a cock, but you don't want the too many of the calories that come with it. So it just has aspartame instead. Ah, <laughs> uh, delicious. Diet Cock and untreated worms. The worms entered Sonic's anus. Uh. The fuck? Keep going. Oh, now, Soixus, the Herjurgoogie. <laughs> I need to save you, said Ronobotic, inserted his immense and gangrious <laughs> finger inside Sonic's butthole. The ass cracked and formed s- sacred hemorrhoids. Yep, it's hemorrhoids. That's about right. No, it's supposed to be a H after the, the two R's. Oh, I gotcha. Inside his anus, the water got red. Ah. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> Keep going. Hmm. I love red wine. Uttered with pleasure, sensation, robot dick. Yeah! And he swallowed the water filled with anus blood. No, Dortor, don't do that, one screamed Sonics, and he swinged his arms. From side to side? Swinged his arms all over the sauna. He let a fart out. Sonic's blood was tainted with a living bacteria full of alien cells, and those cells were toxic to fat men. <laughs> If they ingested it, something bad wooked happened them. As immediately as Roboturic gulped the red wine water, he started to convulse. Oh, God damn it! not more fucking seizures. <laughs> <laughs> more epilepsy. They're multiplying. God damn it. I was fine up until now. I kept my rage at bay. But no, not with the seizure part. His mouth started to slobber and his bowels got loose. The water got red-brown. No! Robothnok! Skonic screamed, and them jumped out of the water. Skonic sounds like a speed metal band. I would love to hear that. His anus was still bleeding, and he ran away from there. Robotokik's body then inflated until it exploded in a million smashed pieces, and the Sasana was no more. Epilogue. Sonic never returned to that gym after all those facts happened. That day, after he excapped the exploding villain lard, his nude body was exposed to all the muscular men of the gym. He's already nude. They looked at his blue, big, bell-eyed body, covered in feces, macaroni, and meat hyphen balls, and an anus bleeding like a satanic waterfall, and they laughed. So Sonic went always. He will never return to a bodybuilding life, all because the of these sad facts. The end. Oh. Wow. Well, I don't know if it's word plotting, but okay. We got through it. That's why. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I will always applaud comics, Nicks. Thank you very much to our guest, Dizdon, and also uh, Shaggy, who's not here because of Cat. Thank you, Dizzy. What? Thank you for being on the show. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> what, what did you think I was thanking you for? <laughs> not being dead? I don't know. Not eating a bacon okay. or three? Well, considering what happened to David, I think you probably dodged a bullet there. Exactly. Okay, well, thank you for being our guest. And as always, thank you to our patrons, especially our genital guardians. Afrohawk, Alexander Dress... Dress Dragon? Yeah. Sure. Grass Dragon Corbett, Dylan Barber, Disambiguity, Discuss Epidel, Evan Balmel, Joshua Burns Rivera, Matthew Wayne Jordan, Michael Fouch, Miri, Niami Rose, Pope Sloth XVII, Sarah for the Win, Sean Webster, Steve Van Sickle, The Waffle, Wage, and Shaded Spider. You guys are awesome. Woohoo! That will be cut out in the edit. Yeah, maybe I'll just leave it in there for fun. Please don't. Please do. <laughs> He'll probably add a bunch of sound effects. No, I'm just going to loop the sound of David eating the various sandwiches. Oh, God. And then like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. interspersed with that. Yep. <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.